0: All of these things start happening within our body and within our emotional selves because it's screaming at us, telling us we need to take this action. We need to shift something, but we are refusing to act on it because we're afraid. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be open, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband and Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hello, my friend. I hope you are doing awesome. Today, I have something a little bit different for you, and this has been on my heart for a little while, and I thought I need to sit down and do this. And I wanted to give you a little bit more support. I have a free guide called Trusting Your Gut After Betrayal. And I keep thinking about how can I give them more in this moment of when they are looking to trust their gut more. And I'm gonna go through this guide and give you all of the back end insights or things that I envisioned as I wrote out this guide to support you along the way as you are doing this on your own. This is such a great free resource to be able to have and tap into. And I wanna make sure that you are getting the most out of it. And here's the thing. If you haven't gone through betrayal or if you haven't had a partner come out, trusting your gut is still something we need to learn to do. So whether you are going through uh, evolution in your life, you are evolving into someone different, someone who you've always wanted to be, or maybe it's just going back to who you are, which is usually more of the case. We think we're changing into somebody new, somebody different, but really we're getting to the core of who we are. Or maybe you are navigating a hard relationship within your family or something is happening, there is a shift in your life and you are wanting to trust your intuition more. You want to trust your gut and lean into that so that what you are doing feels right and good to you. And that is what this free workbook is all about. And if you don't have the free workbook, I'd encourage you to pause this now and go to my show notes and pick it up. It's linked there or you can go to theboldlogic.com forward slash free workbook and pick it up there as well. And this is going to give you the tools to start trusting your gut again. And it's not an overnight process. We have had years of unlearning how to trust our gut. And I used to say, we're going to learn to trust our gut again. But often, many of us have never understood what it really feels like to trust our gut. And then we are going through a life shift. And we realize, oh my gosh, I knew I needed this before. I felt that this relationship wasn't right for me before. I knew this job wasn't a good fit, but I took it anyways. I felt these things, but I didn't listen to myself. And so now we are understanding, okay, I did hear myself. I want to hear more of myself and be more in tune with who I am so I can act on that. So this guide can really help you in a variety of situations. And again, sometimes we're not trusting our gut again. We're just learning for the first time to trust our gut. We often stop trusting ourselves and our gut when we are very young. We're told, oh, you're fine. Oh, you don't feel that way that's not okay. You are told that certain feelings are not right, that you can't express those. You feel unsafe in expressing your feelings. Or maybe you were told how your life should look, but your thoughts and feelings don't fit into that little box of what you've been told your life should look like. And you're trying and trying to shove yourself in, but it's not working. And you're growing with feelings of anger and bitter and resentment towards somebody else. And sometimes towards yourself for not acting the way that you feel is right for you. So this is going to help you get started in coming to yourself and knowing what it is you want and not just knowing what it is you want, but then having the courage to act on it. I was just listening to something. It was literally like three seconds of a reel that I heard. And this woman, I don't even know who it was, was saying, your problem isn't fear. Your problem is belief in yourself. So often we say, well, I'm afraid of this happening. I'm afraid of that happening. But really at the core, what it is, is we don't, believe in ourselves that we can take the action we need to take, or we don't believe that we are capable, or we don't believe that we are worthy of those actions. And so as we learn to hear and trust our gut, we then create that belief by acting on those things. We have to act, and that proves to ourselves that we have the courage and strength and motivation to keep going, that we are capable, that we are worthy And it sends a clear message to our brain that we want more of that. We don't want to live in the fear that's trying to protect us. We want to move out of that fear and have the belief in ourselves. So let's get started out here. This guide is for you if you are ready to trust yourself and others after betrayal. But you are afraid you won't see the red flags and that your gut instincts can't be trusted. And while things feel less heavy than they were when you were in the thick of it, my friend, you are still not sure if you will ever be truly happy again. So now we are going to figure out the what now of how you move forward through this. Now, the first step of this process is to let go of the shoulds in your life and embrace what it is you really want. And what shoulds do is they infer judgment on ourselves. So when we're saying, oh, I shouldn't feel that way, I shouldn't want that, I should want this, I should feel this, I should be grateful, I should be able to do this. I should be stronger. I should whatever it is. It keeps us from hearing what it is we really want. It keeps us from being able to move forward in a way that feels right and true to who we are. And so I often encourage people instead of whenever you hear that should come up, I want you to replace it with a could. I could feel this way. I could want that. I could do this. And even try I want. I want to feel. I want to want this. I want to do this thing. And there's a thing that happens when you shift from a should to a could or even to a want of that you are allowing yourself space and grace to feel the things you're feeling. No longer feels like judgment. It feels like, oh, I have a choice here. I get to have an option as to which way that I go. And so it's something to start thinking about. And it's a simple, basic place to start when you are trying to trust your gut. But it's also really hard. You will see how much you are shooting on yourself, how many shoulds you are projecting onto yourself and others. Another cool thing about this process is the more you hear what you are shooting on yourself, you start to see how you are shooting on other people, how you are thinking they should show up. And when you start letting go of the shoulds on yourself, you start letting go of the shoulds on other people and it will strengthen your relationship. So the first part is, to let go of that judgment of what comes up during this process. You are not here to determine if what you feel is right or wrong or good or bad. You are here to trust what it is you are feeling. I have had things come up that I have thought, oh my gosh, this is so wrong. And then I'll go in and I'll think about it and I'll be like, okay, but why is it wrong? Is this out of line with my values? Is this something bad? Is isn't negative. What does it mean about me if I feel this way? and unpacking those things. And also sometimes when I think it means something negative about me, I try to think, what would it mean if I, like, my daughter felt this way? Would I feel like, oh my gosh, she's a horrible person? What if my best friend felt this way? What if my best friend wanted to do this? How would I feel? Would I be supportive of them? And sometimes we can get back to supporting ourselves when we think about this process. Okay, the next part of this is going to be a brain dump. We are going to go through and you are going to write things out without any judgment of yourself. This is key in this process. You just need to start writing and embracing these things. So first, we are going to start with just some simple questions of, when have you felt pure joy and peace in the last week, month, year, two years, any time that you can remember? When did you feel pure joy? And if you wanna pause this right now and answer it, that would be amazing. Now, the reason we do this process is so that we understand the things that are really bringing us joy now. And sometimes this is an eye-opening moment of realizing we have not felt joy in a very long time and we are ready to feel more joy. And so this is important part of this process of really identifying when you have felt peace and joy and writing those things down so that you identify this. And this is part of that proof Of Oh my gosh, I can have joy. I can have peace. These are the things I did and this is when I felt it And it reminds our brain that we are going to move forward that we are going to embrace more of these things These are moments that we want Next part of this are these still things that bring you joy. Do you feel that they could bring you joy? Are there new things that you feel might bring you joy? So now we're diving in to get clear about kind of why these things bring us joy. Do they still bring us joy? Maybe there's something we did with our when we were a kid that we haven't done for a long time that will bring us joy again. Maybe there's something that we used to do that brought us joy. And it's like, ah, this is not bringing me joy. I had this weird experience when we went into... I was going to say lockdown. I don't know. I can't think quarantine when we were quarantined during COVID, not lockdown, although sometimes it felt that way. When we were quarantined during COVID, I realized how much I loved being home. Now, I didn't want to be home all the time. It was more than I wanted, but it made me understand that there were things I was doing that I thought were bringing me joy and that weren't bringing me the joy I thought they were. I was doing them out of obligation or to show up for somebody else in a way uh, that brought them joy. And I do love bringing other people joy. I love creating space for people to embrace who they are and all of these things. But I realized I was doing this so much that it, it wasn't bringing me joy anymore. And so I stepped back from embracing those moments or planning events or things like that where it was draining me instead of filling me with joy. So there might be something that you think brings you joy, but you're realizing this doesn't anymore. It feels draining. It's putting me in the room with people who aren't helping me move for more. So figure out those things and figure out if they're still bringing joy and make a list of things that maybe could bring you joy that you haven't tried yet and that you've been wanting to try. Things that are on your heart that you're like, oh, I want to do that thing. I want to be able to push forward in this way. Okay, so on this next page, we are going to identify where you're feeling uncomfortable in a relationship or a situation right now. I want you to get clear on what it is that's holding you back. And as you go through this process, it's interesting because sometimes we realize that we think it's this thing in our relationship or we think it's the one thing in the situation or the one thing that this person is doing that's that's really driving us nuts or making us feel uncomfortable or making us feel unsure about ourselves that then there's like a back end of things that are really the main cause and this is just representing those. So maybe there's some past trauma or there's something that happened in your childhood or it's a recurring thing that happens in the relationship that's been happening for years that now it is like blaring in your face and is, please take care of this, get this done. And so I want you to look at the things that are making you uncomfortable right now and then ask yourself why. And keep asking yourself why until you feel like you are at the base of what it is that is really making you uncomfortable in the relationship or the situation right now. The next question is, do you know what about the relationship or situation is not sitting right with you? If yes, what is it? If not, do a brain dump to see what comes up. And so this is where that why, asking yourself why, really becomes powerful of, okay, Do you know what it is about the situation? Do I know what it is about the relationship? And then why? What is it? What is it? And why do I feel that way? What is it that doesn't feel right? What is it that's making me uncomfortable? Why do I feel this? Is there a deeper seated thing? Is this a recurring thing in my life? Is this a recurring theme? Get clear on all of that. Just brain dump and write. I encourage you to like set a timer for three to five minutes and just write. And if you want to keep going longer than that, that's great. But try to write for that full time. I know I, I talk to people who are like, I don't like writing things out. I don't like whatever. I just like doing it in my head. And I get that. But I firmly, firmly believe that there is power in getting it out of your head. There is power in getting it out of your head. You can have clearer conversations when you have written something out and processed it on your own before you go into that conversation than you do if you've just thought about it in your head because it's still jumbled in your head. And sometimes things come out when you're writing on paper that you were not expecting. So write these things down. The next question is, what you are thinking true or is it just a thought you are carrying? So is what you are thinking about the situation or the relationship true or is this just a thought that you are carrying? What is the truth? And people will always be like, well, of course it's true yes, it's true. Why would you even ask me that? But I want you to think like, is it really true? What proof do I have that it's true? Is this just your thoughts or your feelings coming up? And I don't want to say just, but is that what it is? Or is this the facts of the situation? We can think, oh my gosh, this is the most horrible person ever. They are so, they are the worst, blah, blah, blah. And do you say all of these things to ourselves when really There's a part of this person that we're struggling with or that we're having a hard time with, but they're actually a very good person. Sometimes they're people that we love the most that we are going through this process with and we're having all these thoughts and we need to be able to identify what the pain point is and also be able to see this person as a whole person and not just this one area that we are struggling with. That being said, that does not justify the things that they're doing or make it okay. We still get to have strong feelings about that. But you want to identify what you are thinking about the situation and if it is really true and partially for your own sake, because often we've determined that this person or the situation, you know, if we're dealing with betrayal, this person doesn't really love me. They don't care about me. I am not worthy because of the things they did and what it means about us. And so it's this whole crazy spiraling thought process that we go through. And I want you to get clear about what is true and what is not true. And I want you to start creating that belief in yourself of knocking down the things that are not true. Next question. What is a thought that would feel more empowering than the one you currently carry? What is a thought that leads you to feel you can take action? What is a thought that gives you your power back? And in this, I think that it's powerful if we take this one step at a time. What is one thing you could do today? What is one thought you could embrace today that feels empowering and that allows you to work through some of the emotions and the strong things you're carrying? What is one thing you can do in this moment that takes back your power and that will give you peace? I work with women a lot of time who they are separated from their partners and they are scared of what their rights are or they're scared of their partner coming in and taking their kids from them or they're scared of all these things, but they're afraid to reach out to somebody to file for divorce or to find out what their rights are, what their kids' rights are. And I really encourage people. I'm like, you don't even have to file for divorce to figure out what your rights are. You could file for separation. You could start mediation that helps you through this process. Like take one step. That's one step you have to do. You can call an attorney. You could call Hello Divorce, which helps you work through the process of divorce in a simplified manner. They offer mediators to give you the support that you need as you go through this process, whether you're getting a divorce or not. I highly suggest you look into your resources during this process to protect yourself. So take one simple action. So that's one action that sometimes I encourage women to do who are really scared about what their rights are and what their financial situation is going to be and how to protect their kids. Like really take one action that helps you take your power back and eases your anxiety and your fears each day. And also remind yourself, you are safe, you are okay, and you are capable of getting through this. And do some deep breathing and tell yourself those things. Now, if you are not safe, that is the first concern. That is always the first concern. You cannot move through anything else if you are not physically safe. Ideally, you are emotionally safe as well, but just knowing that you are okay and that you are safe. You may not be emotionally safe with this person, but you are safe within yourself. So I want you to kind of work through those things to figure out what it is you want and need in this moment and take one simple action. This next part is going to help you identify what the action might need to be. And so there is something inside you right now, that you know you need to take action on, but you are fighting. And you may be, often when we go through betrayal and we are fighting the action that we actually need to take. We start losing a lot of weight because we're not eating. We can't take care of ourselves. We often get sick a lot. We may have pain that starts showing up in different places in our bodies, our jaw, our neck, our shoulders, our back, somewhere in your body, you might start experiencing those pains. And all these things start happening within our body and within our emotional cells because it's screaming at us, telling us we need to take this action. We need to shift something, but we are refusing to act on it because we're afraid which the fear is real. And often we act through the fear. And again, like I said, at the beginning of this, most of the time, it isn't that we're the fear. It's not the fear that's keeping us stuck. It's the lack of belief in ourselves as to what will happen on the other side that we believe we aren't capable or worthy of the outcome on the other side. So I want you to Think right now, we are going to dive into what it is you really want and what it is your inner voice is telling you you need right now. And there is no shooting in this process and there is no judgment. So if you think, I don't want that, that's not what I should do, that's not what I want, you are going to shut that down and you are going to write without any judgment for yourself. So this next question is, what is it that you want? What are you ignoring What is that thing you are ignoring that you know you need to do, that you feel it deep down inside, but you don't want to acknowledge it because you don't want it to be real? You don't want to take that action. And what is it you are afraid to say out loud? This is a good way to narrow in what it is we are ignoring or what it is we really want. It could be something we have been afraid to say out loud. So I want you to look at those things and be honest with yourself about what it is. And then the next question is, what is the fear that is keeping you from taking action? And we just talked about this. You're going to have fears. You're going to have all of those. Let's identify them. Let's call them out. Let's see if it's really as scary as we think it is. So what is the fear that is keeping you from taking action? Write these down, identify them, and then have them there. Just You just need to have them there and know what they are at this point so that you can take action later. The next part we're going to talk about is how do you feel about you? What do you think about yourself? What is it that's keeping you from action? If you feel like you don't deserve something, maybe you feel like you're so far into this or you made the choices to get you there. So you have made your bed and now you just have to sleep in it. Maybe you feel like it's too late to create change or you are just you have to put up with this process we are going to keep working and moving forward. So the next question is, what keeps you from feeling deserving? What keeps you from taking action? And where do you feel unworthy or undeserving in your life? So where what keeps you from feeling deserving? Why do you feel you're undeserving of taking this next action to find the happiness and joy you are looking for? Again, that could be, oh, I should feel grateful. Things aren't that bad. It could be worse. It could stem from things you were told as a child that you weren't worthy. It could be from this relationship of somebody telling you you're not worthy. All of these things. I want you to think about those. What is keeping you from feeling worthy and deserving of taking this action. Identify those things. I then want you to go in and identify what do you love about yourself? What are you awesome at? What makes you unique and powerful? What are your resources within you that you can utilize? How can you create that belief and proof that you are enough, that you are doing awesome, that you are capable? This is what this is about. I want you to create that proof within you. You are worthy of this work. You are here. The fact that you picked up this workbook means that you are willing to take the next step, that you are wanting more, that you are ready to move forward out of whatever it is you are experiencing right now you are ready for this change you just took one you took one action that proved that to you and so if you ever think oh i'm too weak or oh i don't deserve this or whatever you go back to the fact you picked up this workbook and you are listening to this podcast episode today or this recording wherever you're listening to it and you go back to that proof that okay i knew i felt For this one moment that I was worth this. I knew this. I am going to create more proof that I am worthy. I am going to keep telling myself that I am worthy of this. And you are going to keep moving forward. You are worthy simply because you exist. There's nothing else you need to do to be worthy or any of those things. You get to move forward and do those things in a way that feel right for you. You are worthy. You are great just the way you are. So I want you to make a commitment to yourself right now, and this is the last of this workbook, is to make one commitment to action that you can take for yourself today. What is one thing that feels right for you to do? What is one way you will trust your gut today? And I give the women that I work with, that I coach, a trust your gut challenge. I often do this. I think it's really powerful And it's to do something today that feels right for you. Something that you are like, I feel this, I'm gonna act onto this. And it can be something as simple as what order you are going to do things during the day. You know what? I woke up, I usually you know, hop in the shower right now, but I think I wanna eat breakfast first and then shower or then work out or whatever it is that feels right for you. Maybe I wanna go for a walk. Maybe I need to take a little bit uh, longer, sleeping in a little bit longer. You are going to trust your gut in one way. It could be what food you eat. It could be what clothes you are going to wear. It doesn't have to be a big thing to start creating that trust in yourself. It just needs to be one thing that you choose every day and then I want you to start compounding that. Like after you start doing it for one thing, you're gonna get better at hearing what you want and other things and you are going to keep working towards that. Take the time you need to honestly answer these questions, you guys, and do this over and over. This is a process that helps you keep moving forward. And I encourage you to do this over and over and to take the time that you need to keep moving forward. I want to let you know that I have a couple things to help you support you in this process. So this free guide is a great place to start I also have the Boldology Journal, which can help you on a daily basis. It breaks this down into a daily practice and helps you work through that. I also would love to get on a call with you. If you're like, okay, I took this one step and now I wanna take another step to prove to myself my worth, to identify on a deeper level, to have some support going through this process, whatever it is, let's get on a call. You can book a call at the end of the workbook. There's a link that you can click. Or in the show notes, there is a link to theboldlogic.com forward slash call. And we can get on a call in the next little bit to be able to work through the things that you are feeling, to help you get to where you are trusting your gut and feel like you are ready to move forward in this process. You are capable of this. You are worthy. You have not waited too long. It's not out of reach. It's not going to be too hard. It is harder to sit in the crap than to move forward. And I want to help you move forward together. I want to encourage you and help you see the good that is within you. If you are ready for that, let's hop on a call and get you moving forward. My friend, I am so proud of you for showing up here today and also for picking up the workbook. It is, like I said, it's not a small thing to say, hey, I need a little bit of support. Hey, I want to do this. Like that is a big deal. And I hope that you will keep moving forward in that process. Take the next right step for you. It doesn't have to be a big step. It can be a little step. Just take the step forward and let's keep this momentum going. I am sending you all the love. I hope that you are doing awesome. And we will be back here next week with Steve and Matt to answer all your questions and to share some insights from the three of us. Take care. My friend, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope that you get the free workbook. No matter what it is you're going through, go pick it up. If you're going through something hard and you're like, I just need to know what it is I really want, go get the workbook right now and it will help you work through this process. And again, if you are ready for more, let's get on a free call. Go to the link in the show notes and let's do this. And if you get signed up, send me an email telling me what the thing is you're struggling with so that I can really be prepared to support you in the best way possible when we get on that call. I hope that you have a fantastic week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review. It makes such a difference and really means the world to us and to those who are looking for this podcast. And if you have a question for us, as always, go drop it in the form that's linked in the show notes. It'll take you less than two minutes. To just drop your question or the topic you'd like us to talk about, and we will share about it on an upcoming episode of the Husband Law Podcast. Take care. Sending you all the love.